I guess welcome. This is the uh, first, first with foremost podcast. I'm Dustin. This is Andrew. Why don't Hello. you uh, introduce yourself there, boss? Hey, man. I'm Andrew. Man, man, men and women of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew is our lead everything in the band. Um, <laughs> and I play bass in a band called Foremost that we're in together. And uh, this is just going to be... I guess a podcast about the band <clears throat> stuff that's going on and interviews with friends and musicians and random people. Yeah. Hell so, yeah. Getting, getting into it, man. Yeah. Going to see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, this is my first ever podcast ever, ever, ever. Well, <clears throat> have you at least listened to a hundred of them? Yeah. About, about two, maybe one Sweet. or two. Yeah. Uh, when I worked, I ran a warehouse for, I don't know, three or four years and it was very quiet. And I literally had my headphones in 90% of the day. Oh yeah. So they were like, oh yeah, it's like anything, man. But yeah. literally like nerding out on gear and stupid shit like that. Geopolitical bullshit. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll do it a job like that. You have to, you have to have something. I mean, can you imagine like that same job, but like, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, just cranking tunes through the fucking shitty radio. Ass radio stations, the same oh, time for time for what? fucking guns and roses today. Like, yeah. But When's it going to play? If it was 20 years ago, what would they be playing? Right. Yeah. It's the same shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's exactly over here right now. It, that's the thing. Nothing would it, it would just been new Nothing music. Changed. Yeah, they were okay. calling it the same exact shit. <laughs> and here's even flow. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know you hate on the Pearl Jam, but I, I love it. It's fine. I I know, dude. Everybody in your generation that was into punk is like, fuck Pearl Jam. I don't know about that, man. I always feel like the oddball that doesn't. I just there's like. I don't know what it is, man. Ten, I can I, I show some respect for like that album. Oh yeah, get it. That's um, what I'm talking about when I'm talking about Pearl Jam. I'm not yeah. talking about like Pearl Jam Radio, fucking. Yeah, I uh, let's make an art album and release it. Like, no, make something that people want to listen to. I think just Eddie Vedder pisses me off on our fucking. <laughs> anytime I hear anything about him, I'm just like, what an idiot! What's he doing now? Yeah. It but, was- that's a good way to start immediately yeah. fucking, talking shit on Pearl I'm, Jam. Yeah. I'm on the internet talking shit on Pearl Jam. One of the fucking most famous bands ever. I there mean, I, I just mean it was like kind of removed, right? I yeah. think 10 came out in 1990 or 1991 and I was born in May of 91. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> you know, even flow and mm-hmm. whatever the other ones that were really big from that shit. Jeremy. We're just Jeremy. Yeah. Right. Live. They were just always on the radio. Oh yeah, still are up, right to this yeah, day, man. But I mean, I just mean like, I never really, I never knew who it was, right? It's just a song on the radio on Rocky ninety nine or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um, but maybe like when I was twenty seven or something, I like dug into ten. Okay. And I like <clears throat> listened to like Even Flow specifically with headphones for the first time. And like I was like, holy shit! Like one guitar player is doing like this Hendrix hybrid, and the yep. other player is literally doing like Jimmy Page hybrid, like going insane with it. <clears throat> and it's just so beautifully put together. That's oh, yeah. why I say like I'm into it. You know, yeah. <laughs> super into it. Oh, trust me, I'm like guitar I, nerd I, stuff. I I can totally appreciate it. Um, I just it gets to a point. It's, I think it's just I think it's just Eddie Vedder. I just can't stand the fucking mumbling. I think these and, hot takes are gonna get us somewhere with this podcast, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> right off the bat. Right off the bat. Guy doesn't fucking like Eddie Vedder. All right. I'm, there's I, four people that are gonna listen to this on my side and be like, "Yeah, fuck that guy." Yeah, I know. I don't know much about him, but. Uh, I was just saying, like Walt is always like, "Yeah, fuck that shit." When all the uh, yeah. when all the grunge guys are dying, and like two, yeah. between like 2010 and 
whatever. And now I just, rem- I remember putting a post on, <clears throat> on Facebook about, uh, I think it was Chris Cornell or something. And I was like, Jesus Christ, they're all dropping. Right. And Walt texted me and he's like, they fucking suck. You shouldn't be bummed out about that. <laughs> don't be sad they sucked anyways Walt's going on tour with illiterates uh, in March so we should get him on on here before before that absolutely fuck yeah I think he would be a fun a fun interview oh yeah 100% (laughs) shout out Walt what's up dude yep (laughs) patiently waiting on my next postcard yeah no doubt they're sick right oh dude yeah they're great i got like a whole folder of them it sucks though the first one he sent me got all fucked up in the mail and it was it must have got like wet or something half of it was like in the ink that they they stamp yeah yep i know that is the one bummer is that they stamp on them and it does do that i would say i don't know man i've been getting them for years i would say I don't know. I've only had a couple that that's happened, but yeah, it's definitely it gets wet. Bummer. Shout out to Joanna Walt. Did you see his? Uh, do you know the Joe Biden? I did that sticker that are uh, on yeah, all, yeah, all the yeah. pumps it like sheets and stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> did you see his? Yeah. Oh He's yeah. Like I did that. It's so yeah. perfect, man. <laughs> uh huh. It's like the complete. Dude, his Instagram is a freaking treasure. It in is. In the summer, it's just him and like swimming, swimming trunks, being like, "What's up with this pool? <laughs> yeah. Fucking do some cannonballs here. Watch out, watch out, ladies!" And it's just him doing cannonballs and like hanging out at fucking swim clubs. It's awesome for sure, for sure. Love it. He has a pool pass, man. Yeah, I didn't even know that shit existed. I'm not from Pittsburgh, right? So I go and hang out with him, and he's like. Yeah, I got a pool pass, man. Just been hitting up all the pools. And this is like five years ago, dude. He's been going strong every summer. And I mean, why not, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Hang out with your homies and go swimming. Oh, dude, those pools are are insane in the city, too. You've got like so much different stuff going on. You got like the waltz of the world that are just there. And you're just like, I don't know. I don't know why they're here, man. Whatever. That's cool. And then there's like, um, you know, the old people that are there just tanning, retired, you know, fucking (laughs) just sipping their water, lotioning up, just fucking like leather skinned, you know, (laughs) every like they have like an internal clock that goes off to turn over or to like go get in the water. Yeah. And then you've got like, of course, a gazillion kids. I think they 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 call that the melanoma clock, man. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's coming. Yep, I can feel I can feel that burn. But then you've got like all the um, like all the kids' parents that do the like, how are we sneaking wine in? How are we sneaking wine coolers (laughs) in? And they're just like in a corner somewhere with like all their like high-end tumblers like just like quietly secludedly getting fucking hammered you know you can tell like at the beginning of the day it's all like they're peaceful and then the end of the day there's like you know parents making out and like stumbling around throwing the kids a lot harder <laughs> than they were in the morning <laughs> you're like all right cool <laughs> quit crying yeah <laughs> the sun's almost down we're going home soon dunkin heads yeah. you know like shut up dude <laughs> that <laughs> that I, I wanted to ask you uh when you were talking about trying to sneak booze in uh during covid did like places in the city start selling alcoholic slushies like to go like crazy um dude it was a phenomenon out here and the, I know. the sticks like yeah you could get a fucking goddamn half a bottle of alcohol in a slushy to go yeah. and it's like what the fuck <laughs> Yeah, they definitely they definitely popped up around. Well, like they were they were popping up. I wanted to know how that didn't clash with like the open container laws. Right. Because like so the way they get around it here is I don't know if you saw any of it, but all they have, they have like the alcoholic beverage warning sticker. They just print it out on like a little tiny, excuse me, a sticker. And then they'd put it like, imagine just like your slushy cup from the, from the seven 11. Yeah. They would fill it up, put the cap on it or the lid on it, and then put that stick over sticker over the straw hole. Oh, 
and, so it, and that the, that was legally like not an open seal. container now right. yeah it was like a seal and it's like <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah jesus um, christ man for sure yeah it was wild. Me- meanwhile in the same places out in the sticks where i live they're fucking busting kids for having a gram of weed on them but yeah johnny exactly. and jill can freaking have their alcoholic slushies and reckon to yep. somebody if they want if they want Jesus yeah Christ, dude. good to go send it yeah we'll send her pod with your fucking long island iced tea slushy like 11 percent. So here you go there's only well, a tiny just little piece down of- the gas station get some cheese stick and alcoholic slushy bud oh yeah bud ain't no big deal bud <laughs> slush it up gotta get the day going you know hell yeah so should we <clears throat> should we talk about our our release and how let's talk about the release show yeah and like the lead up to it right sure sure okay so we have to think back uh when yeah, was f- let me let me pull up the flyer i think it was december i actually have no idea i'm terrible with dates december 17th yeah i'm yeah. guessing we was had it? yeah sick <clears throat> but we played the week before didn't we we did, well. yeah. So we had some stuff leading up to it, which was cool. Um, did it feel weird? It's like a, a release show for something on the internet. Yeah, that was weird for sure. It was weird. Like, <clears throat> so that's what I want to know. Like, what are bands doing to get vinyl? Like, are you just sitting on something and waiting for the, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, is that what people are doing? Like, holy I hell. I think so, man. I mean, obviously, Dude, if like that's the case. I need to get more in love with these songs once we're done with them because I'm like ready to do the next thing, and it's like yeah. you know, and I f- it's not like that. I not into it, right? But it's like I'm just excited to be creative for the next thing. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you you work so hard to like create them and make them and fine tune them, and then there's like the whole studio process and like blah 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 blah, and it's like you know, by the time you get like you're listening to the song. And where it used to be like, cool, um, you know, I don't know, you'd get like a tape or something or a CD, I guess, from the studio yeah. and you're like, shit, this is it. Yeah. This is the physical, this is like our right. one physical copy of this. <clears throat> I miss and CDs, then, dude. I know people hate on it, but like, yeah, they, they sucked because they scratched. Right. But like, uh, yeah, man, I miss them. Like just the physical go on. We'll, we'll I, no, I'm, I'm with you. But yeah, I mean, then like when we're done, it's just like they send us the song in like a fucking Dropbox link. Right. And you're like, Oh, yeah. cool. I can upload that to Spotify right now. Yeah. S- sweet. Like yeah. it's, I don't know. It's just, it dulls the whole thing, man. It like, <clears throat> yeah, I, I thought it was weird. I don't, I think we should just do singles from now on until I we think have so like a, a huge, but like, unless we have like a body that we want to be released together. Right. Or yeah. Or something happens and changes like totally what we're up to. Right. Like, yeah. Some, you know, whatever that may be. But yeah, dude, I think, I mean, the way it's going now, like there's no need to like go into a fucking studio. I mean, we did cause it's like, you know, like our boy Pat's in there and it was awesome, but like, yeah, pff, fuck. I don't know. Like, so there's so many bands you can do this shit at your house, Yeah, you know? And like, yeah. if you, if you just learn and do what you're doing, like we, I don't know, me and you have been in bands collectively for 40 fucking years. You know, it's like, we have microphones. Everyone has a fucking MacBook now. Like you can just do it. Yeah. Um, I'm smoking a cigarette on the internet. Sick. Pack a day, buddy. Go listen to it. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't, I, I think that's the way to go. I think that keeps like the stoke levels the same as they used to be with like, this is our new song. Like we're super excited about it because we just finished it. And now you get to hear it. Like right now, we're not going to like wait and do an album. We're not going to wait six months for fucking vinyl, which you can't even get, you know, someone like us. I mean, God knows how much that would cost to do too much. The limited amount we would want too much for the first release, unless you have like a label or some kind of backing behind you. Somebody backing you. I mean, yeah. So, um, it was cool. I think it was a good thing for us to do. Like, just oh, dude, kind of, I loved it. It reminded yeah. me of when I was a kid setting up shows, you know? Yeah. It reminded uh, me of like, 
you know, being young. It was great. Yeah. It was fun to be like, you know, we have an album on Spotify. I'm like, I mean, still people are just like, wait, your band's on Spotify. And it's like, I don't want to tell them that any, like, you know what I mean? Anyone can kind of just do that. Yeah. But like, yeah, you know, it does feel like cool. You can, when you're like, all right. Yeah. You, you can listen to our shit anywhere in the world right now. If you just pay <laughs> Spotify a couple bucks or whatever. You want to know how I tested this microphone today? <laughs> <laughs> listening to fucking our music yeah i've no i plugged it in and i uh <laughs> this is completely off topic but i was thinking like oh you could literally upload do yourself just making noises oh yeah on spotify if you wanted to or whatever right yep just like anybody can do it <clears throat> and it made me think of today i was testing this microphone with some recording software and i'm like putting it down by willow while she's crunching in her kibbies like crunch 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 she like looks up at me like what the fuck are you doing man i'm like I'm just re- recording you eating food doggy don't worry dude so in high school this is this is gonna date me back in high school we had this like uh i guess it was english class like you had to read books you know and um <laughs> they put you in these groups right and you're supposed to read these books and then um the teacher passed out uh like old school Sony like Walkmans. Right. And we were supposed to record ourselves having like an educated discussion about like, you know, on cassette. Yeah. Like the books we read. Right. Yeah. Dude. I, I would pay so much money to hear this cassette. to hear, dude, all we would do would just, we would create like, we didn't, I don't think we talked about the book once ever. Right. And the whole thing, I know shit. Yeah, dude, like I remember at one point we figured out like if you were crumbling like a bag of chips or something in the background, it kind of sounded like a campfire and we would just (laughs) pretend we were like around a campfire and all this crazy shit was going on. Like (laughs) if you took a pencil and just like scraped it across the microphone, it would, it was, it made like, I don't know, it kind of sounded like a fucking helicopter. So we would just pretend we were like in a helicopter flying around meanwhile you're you're oscillating the pencil (laughs) on the microphone exactly (laughs) and just like oh dude the crazy shit that we would and like and we just like turn it in like hey there you go and our fucking teacher never said shit never said anything like dude that's probably a good way to like cop out right be like okay did they do the assignment forward to the beginning fast forward to the end like exactly cool they did it or, you know, I, I mean, and like, that shit was definitely happening. I don't know what's going on in public schools these days. Oh, yeah. My child, so. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But when I was there in the 90s, that shit was happening for sure. Equal amounts of, of work not getting done, just uh, a, a little less analog and more digital, probably. Yeah. You know, but I, I fuck, man. That's no, so funny. Like, I, I didn't mean to sound like a terrible parent. I do know what's happening in my, my kid's school. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. I don't know how we got on that, but that's fucking. I remember we were supposed to be reading, um, you know, whatever. Oh, we were talking fucking... about uploading whatever to Spotify. Oh, yeah. And you started what? messing with your mic. What, what, what is... noises? Yeah. Why yeah. the fuck? You just hand dudes microphones and we start making goofy shit. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so the release show was pretty dope, though. Uh, yeah. So, so we had our Kev's band, man. Jaguar. Yeah. Is that who, no, Anton Ego opened. Anton Ego was first. Dude, those uh, guys th- rip hard. Yeah. Okay. Rip also, hard. for everyone, we're located in like Eastern Pennsylvania. And the Western show. Western Pennsylvania. Western Pennsylvania. Jesus. Uh, I don't take kindly to them words there, man. You, you, you're from Appalachia, <laughs> <Hey>. boy. <laughs> Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> and uh, so, so the show is in Pittsburgh. These are all Pittsburgh bands. Um, but yeah, Anton Ego, again, they just play shows like they're good enough that they show up and they're, I'm like, Oh, is your bass player here today? And they're like, nah, nah. and it, it doesn't even matter. No, like they still rip so hard, so hard. And then that was the cool thing. <clears throat> How I was saying, like, it reminded me of when I was young. Cause I was like, I want like a diverse. Yeah, it was definitely diverse. Yeah. That, uh, that, um, oh, yeah, it was Jaguar. Dude, I remember where you, weren't you like, it was awesome, man. Didn't they, they delivered hard. They were like, <laughs> um, are you sure? Like, 
have you guys heard us? And you're like, I don't know, man, we heard you play like a petty song or something on the internet. It's, it's all cool. Yeah. No one will care. Right. And then, you know, that they're up. I, and I up swear with, that's what it was, man. Yeah. Like I, I can see that. Like uploaded them playing a cover or like maybe him just playing a cover or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, it, it got us talking about like that type of rock or whatever. And how yeah. I'm like into it. And he's like, Oh, my band Jaguar. I was like, cool, we'll play together sometime. And that was like a year before, you know. Yeah. Dude, they they start showing up and they start opening up their cases in the in like the brewery area. And it's like, oh dude. Like looking bass player whips. He's like, yep, Rick and Bacher. I'm like, whoa. And he's he he goes, We're definitely gonna have the weirdest shit here tonight. And I was like, or the fucking coolest. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was like little Kev played a V, right? Yeah. And the other dude played an explorer. Yep. If I'm not mistaken. Sick. Yeah, I think so, man. I couldn't stop looking at that Rickenbacker and that V and just being like, sick. This is fucking awesome. Excuse me. But they sounded like, man, I don't know, like Pink Floyd meets fucking Metallica meets just like old, <clears throat> awesome, just like rock and roll, brother. Yeah. You know? For sure, dude. For yeah. sure. They're, they're what's up. I'm excited to see them and play with them again. Yeah, definitely. We, I want to mention that was the second time we played with Anton Ego, right? Yep. Or is it the third? Yep. No, second. We only played with them at the outside show. They didn't play at the studio, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Which was cool. Yeah. To see them again for sure. And but... then uh, good old night marathons rounding out third, right? Yeah. God, they're so fucking awesome. I know, dude. It's just a wall of like. Voice, yeah, guitar, and and everything, man. Yeah, they do it so well. There's like very few bands that like have you know they they definitely stick to like the guitar rules of like if I'm up here, you're down there. If I'm doing this, do something else. Like yeah, and and that's the way it should be, man. I mean, yeah, and it's so it's multi layered. Like you can fucking hear all the shit going on. You're like, Oh sweet. And then, but what's cool is like those moments where they do like meet up, mm-hmm. you know, it's so, it's powerful. so yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, fuck dude. Like yep. if you're doing that a whole it's song, like a, a lot of their, like, <clears throat> I feel like what you're mentioning there, when the guitars match up, mm-hmm. they then like cut in this groove with the rhythm. Yep. And the yeah, drummer just locks and the bass, in the, the bass player and the drummer are always like super tight anyway. But like, yeah, they, uh, if Chris and Corey do that palm mute shit together, like, oh yeah, and all the voices, like, oh, yep, sick. yeah, yeah, it's fucking cool, man. So yeah, they fucking ripped it up, and then uh, and then our dumb band went and played. We forgot fun. to put up our banner. Talked for so long about the banner. I know. Showed we the banner stoked, off, man. Stoked. So stoked on the banner. Discussed how and where we were going to hang the banner. Like what, like, are we using duct tape? I would say there was a good 20 minutes of thought and conversation put into the banner throughout two days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then come showtime, no banner, no banner, no, nothing. Go outside, smoke a cig. (laughs) Fucking. Let's go. Let's go. Let's just go. (laughs) Buzzed on hitchhiker, man. Yeah, dude. Awesome. Uh, too many hoppy beers in us. But that uh, was fucking fun, man. Yeah, I always love that like right after you play, you're like, hmm, it doesn't feel like I've been drinking at all. Like yeah. it's completely like overrun with adrenaline and shit like yep. that. Yeah, I your body's just doing all kinds of weird shit. And yeah. You're like, Fuck, this is cool. Yeah, I think we played well. Mm-hmm. I would I would say so. Yeah, me too, man. Have we, we played once since then, right? Um, we did the Smiling Moose show. Oh yeah, that was it. And I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah, that's all we played this year. Yeah. So I think <clears> it's fine. Yeah. It's winter and all the, I don't know, bunch of cool spots around Pittsburgh shut down anyways. So yeah. Did you know like the kids in Black Flower season? By the way. Yeah. Well, I so know that was the thing. Like I had been around them. I think I met maybe one or two of them before. But... Yeah. I knew, I know, uh, Vinny or Vince. Yeah. Cause he was in, so he was in a band in Johnstown when I lived there called, um, oh, it was drive by magic show. And they did like 
a bunch of covers and stuff yeah they were a cool band and they were looking for a bass player and i actually like auditioned and practiced with them like i don't know a couple times or whatever they had uh mike wozniak playing bass filling in for him and you know he's like the busiest bass player and fuck he's in all kinds of shit and just like a busy guy and he was like i'll play these shows and then whatever like if you find someone new like just book him for all the new shows you're gonna book right so it's kind of like this like i was practicing with them they were still practicing with mike he was playing some shows that he confirmed and then i don't really know what happened but like i think he was like i don't know i'm just gonna do it i guess or they stopped playing i don't really know but either way i never played a full show with them but that's how i know that whole crew and those guys because they were like i think a lot of the songs and what and where that band like is now was like starting to form back then of like wanting to write original stuff not play so many covers like and it was all like what what they played there was like grunge-ish like old grunge type shit yeah was what they were writing back Back when i was messing around with them so yeah it's it's cool to see like it took a while but they they're fucking doing something with it so well that's what i was saying man like there's totally a market for that type of music like everywhere all over western pennsylvania yeah for sure it's like when they said like oh we wanted to play in pittsburgh i was like holy shit like i'd think bands like that people would be picking them up left and right for stuff you know yeah it's 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 interesting like even so like where you're at in johnstown there's like bars that actively have like a pretty open mind about like bands playing there right as far as like covers you can throw in some originals but like you know a band like that could play some cover songs and book i don't know there's probably like what six bars in town that like have music like that i don't know man i drink when i hang out with you guys yeah (laughs) um but like in pittsburgh go bar hopping here yeah in pittsburgh there's like there's not a cover band scene thing right and then there's like then well, no, the music dude, that that's a legit thing like yeah around here the cover yeah. like that's what's expected exactly and that's like i don't know it's it's an hour away from the city <laughs> that was kind of like, totally different the beauty of when we were younger and like the different scenes between your generation and mm-hmm. mine you know yeah like i was thinking the other day dude like the robinson community center is fucking like i don't know man there was maybe 90 kids in my graduating class. Right. And that's Mm -hmm. in my school district. And like, I was like 14 years old packing that place with like 300, 400 kids. Right. And I was like thinking back, like the radio, I don't know, just punk in general was fucking huge. The fact that you can pack 300 fucking kids from a farm school and a community center for like the last hope and, you know, whoever else was big back then. Yeah. Listen, do you remember the Vickers? Yeah. Scobin? Uh-huh. Dude, what in the hell? <laughs> I like, I those are seriously some of the best shows I've ever been to. Oh, uh, dude. Those there was guys like, were so good. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of those punk shows back in like our farm school days would be at, you know, fire halls and granges and like all these weird spots that like a grange is like a community center a grange hall is what yeah. they call them or whatever grange hall. i yeah. don't know if that's and, a regional thing or if that's all over the united states or what but me neither we got them around here <clears throat> yeah and as a kid you could rent that thing out for 40 bucks or something something you know? stupid yeah something i think so when dumb. i rented the community center it was like 70 dollars but you had to give them 40 up front like yeah. as a security deposit or whatever. Yep. You know, it was <clears throat> crazy. Yeah. Then like the night of the show, dude, it'd be packed and it'd be like mm-hmm. all kinds of like punk kids from different school districts. Well, that was the know? thing when I was booking that show, right. Or like we were booking those shows at the Robinson community center. I was probably only like 13 or 14. Yeah. But then like when I was like 15 or so, I went to a show with Walt at the per no not purchase line pens manor fire hall Ooh, okay it was a band called curl up and die 
that are like super heavy, right? Whoa. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure like Implore the Black Sky and those bands played, you know, remember the heavy metal, you know? Yep. Yeah, yeah. But Walt took me in like that was my first introduction to like, oh shit, like older kids are doing this too, like near me. Like, yeah. what? That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, it was cool because like, I'd never been to Chevy Chase at that point. Like, I didn't yeah. know what a Chevy Chase show was, right? Like, yeah. I'd never been to the Oakland Fire Hall at that point. I didn't know what that was. Like, I, I just, you know, I was young. Yeah. It was just like you were part of the scene or you weren't. And if you were, it was like, where's the show at this weekend? How are we getting there? How are we getting back? And you'd go there and it'd be like, you know, I remember always feeling like I was right in the middle of age. Like there was like bands like older than me that I was like looking up to, but then like, obviously like it would be like your generation of like kids there too. Eventually I'm like, this is pretty sick, man. Like this is cool. Yeah, for sure. And that's what, uh, hanging out with Pat's crew, like tone and, yeah. and all those guys, like that show that we played outside specifically mm-hmm. gave, gave me those vibes. Like, yeah, oh, for shit. sure. Some of these people are like not 20 yet. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like know. someone, someone put up a stage and let us play and we're going to fucking go. And it was, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But just, just the fact that like younger kids are still into it maybe even more now than like when I graduated in 2009. Cause like, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like it kind of died off around here because everybody that was your age or a little bit younger moved away. Right. And there was like no more, no more scenes. Everybody was in Pittsburgh or like Baltimore or wherever, you know? Yeah. Well, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it definitely happened. Randy dude. Randy yep. kept that shit alive for sure. Like, but you are right, man. I, it definitely moved away from like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't as far out as it used to be. Like, yeah. you know, cause like, the, do you know early... what I'm talking about? Like those, you're like the people that you're like your age, like yeah, people coming from Altoona to these yeah. shows, like for sure. It's like a whole big deal. I think yeah. the, the Vickers are from Altoona. That's I think so, in. man. I think so. And I, I think, it's yeah, just like, like a really big regional scene. I don't know what happened, but well, there's a dude from Altoona at our show at the smiling moose. Right. Who That's was, why who, I asked yeah. you if you knew those guys, black yeah. season. Cause I assumed the guys from Altoona at the bar were friends with black. No. season. No, no, no. That, <laughs> so that dude was just like, so my, they randomly were just going to the moose. Wow. And then randomly I knew the one guy we, I used to work with him at the bar or at the brewery. And he's like, Oh wait, like I think that's Dustin's band. Like, yeah, fuck it. We'll pay the cover and, and hang out. So like they were just like there. That's awesome. To- man. Totally random. And the, the one dude's like kind of from Altoona, but lives in Pittsburgh now, both of them, I guess. And the one dude was like super Altoona. Like you're from Johnstown. Fuck yeah. you. I'm like, like, I'm not right, from dude. Johnstown. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, dude. But like, I, there was some sort of mass exodus of like everyone. I mean, I was one of them. I went to college, right? Yeah. In Pittsburgh. So I left to go to college, but like, I feel like there was a bunch of other shit that happened in that same time frame that like those shows just kind of like died off, faded away, man, yep, real for quick. Sure. For sure. And, but like me in college, like 2002 is when I graduated. I just went to a two year school. I'm old, but not like that fucking old, but like 2002, three ish we moved to i don't know what you want to call it like harrison city like kind of like irwin ish area like north huntington right and um like we we randomly just rented this house right like my roommate saw a for rent sign we needed to get out of like the apartments we were in and he saw a for rent sign on his way back to johnstown one day and was like yo check this place out it's pretty sick it's only it's like it was pretty cheap it's just a I don't know, a fucking house on a road. And we're like, whatever, cool. Let's move there. And then we started meeting all these people. Like we go to the hardware store and there would be like two fucking kids wearing fucking punk shirts with studded belts, yeah. skateboarding. Like, wh- what do you need? And I'm like, I need a, I don't know, whatever the fuck, a fucking bolt or something in there. I'm like, what are you guys doing? You know? And it turns out it's like, 
oh, well, they're in a punk band. Uh, That dude is friends with like, you know, the fucking dudes from Punchline and the front. And it's like that whole area had its own exact same scene that we did, but it just wasn't like as far out. It was regional, right? Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't like the old school punk, like whatever scene we were just describing. It was like slightly different, right? It was house shows. It was like, uh, we're not like, we're not renting out the fire hall and there's no booze now. It's like in some dude's basement and everyone's getting fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Which is whatever. Yeah. You know, that's what I was doing back at that time anyways. But like, it was just different, you know, the kids, the kid kids weren't there anymore, but like it was that dude, it was that like MySpace and Facebook just, just getting their era, like just starting to like download shit on like, you know, you'd go on like inner punk and whatever these like original punk websites to be like, who's the fucking band, you know, like who's the new band you wanted, you needed to be the guy that had the new band to show your fucking friends. Right. Yeah. But it turns out you could just pay to play to be like our band could have paid to been on the first page of that fucking website now, but whatever. Anyways. Um, pay, pay to play pay for that yeah. media bro exactly dude i'll give you guys 200 bucks to put us as number 10 on the uh top artist this week <laughs> <laughs> can i be the top artist there bud yeah i remember back in the day being like how are some of these bands on this fucking list these guys suck but like they'd <clears> blow <throat> up because of that shit right and it was you took you know like way down the line you'd find out like oh yeah they just fucking paid for it it's kind of bullshit, but whatever. That's probably another episode to talk about that. The MySpace <laughs> days. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. I don't know, uh, but I think that is pretty unique. What we had here when I was growing up and when you were growing up. Yeah. Very. Dude, it's, do you remember? Like, like, think about it, man. There was like, okay, there's straight edge kids that are mm-hmm. doing like that type of hardcore yep. slash. Like it was like almost grindcore at that point oh yeah and then there's like hardcore punk people mm-hmm. with like mohawk like crust punk crust punks yep and then there's like the nerdy ska kids mm-hmm. and then there's like endless mike like yeah dude, the first time i saw endless mike i was like what the fuck is this because i'd never seen something like that around yeah. here you know yeah yeah for sure <clears throat> but like yeah pretty unique man pretty unique variety of of just well, y- yeah good bands that's the thing man is like our town is one of those like weird little towns that like you just pop into a a, uh you know somewhere that has music going on i mean it's what wednesday night right now like if you wanted to go to fucking dively's which is a bar in roxbury like there's a good chance that there's some dude playing guitar there that's like extremely fucking talented tonight's jam night yeah there i'm pretty sure i get invited all the time on when i look at facebook like it's like oh my god there's three thousand notification but they're always in the jam night notification like yeah i've never went i i mean you know it's a it's gonna be like it's a weird thing because i don't i'm not trying to play freebird man yeah like and and it's now, a bunch somebody of people wants to learn like a set of CCR or something with me. I'm in. Yeah, for I'm, sure. I'm, I'm into that, but I, I've always hated like just going for it with a full band. You know yeah. what I mean? Like uh-huh. unless the rhythm section is really <clears throat> fucking good. Right. Like, yeah. Cause then it's kind of like effortlessly, effortlessly, effortless, um, effortless, oh, man. <clears throat> That we need stingers. Pencil we need to make our own stinger. Yeah, that. we do. Words is hard. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> but anyway, you know what I mean? You can play with some people and just like, oh, I can just jam around on chords and they're just going to yeah, do for whatever. sure. Like <clears throat> I, I've, I've never I've yet to be in that type of situation around uh, here. Dude, there, yeah, there's like two two types of musicians that do that shit. Or, or, but I'm pretty sure Nick Tursic goes to that jam night. So, like, I'm sure he does. He's a fucking wonderful drummer. So, I'm sure yeah, if he's fine. back there, it's like, Nick, play yeah. this. And he's like, okay. got it done. Okay, cool. You know, but like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, if I'm going to be like on stage playing something, dude, I do not want it to be hacked together. Yeah. Me I don't, I, like I don't want to be like, like, dude, you can play you. And it's like some fucking song that is not just like, you know, there's like all these intricate parts and weird changes and they're just like, yep. yeah, you know it, you know it, come yeah. and play it. And you're like, dude, I don't know. I don't. And that song that has like fucking 
a ton of production on it, man. Yeah, like exactly. Three piece band. Come on, dude. You're a three piece band. Just play Skinner yeah. that has three goddamn guitar players with your three piece band. And, like, and you know it sounds people like people don't shit. understand. Everyone in the crowd is just like, Yeah. What are they doing? Yeah. And you're like, ah, see, this sucks and I don't want to be up here. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So that's like what we were working with. Dude, actually, after the scene died out, I played in a bar band before. Yeah. Yeah, my buddy Tim Townsend, he was a drummer in one and he's like, Hey man, come to practice with me. And I yeah. just jammed with him and it was fun. And like it was something to do, right? Like we I was twenty one, I just had Drew. And it was just like something to do to like have something to myself. Right. Yeah. I did it. Never. We didn't really practice. Right. Cause it's just like a bunch of cover songs. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I would just show up at the bar with Townsend and one of the Halupka brothers and freaking jam out a bunch of nineties grunge and alt rock songs. Yeah. Sick. Foo fighters and people would love it. But like, that's the thing, man, they do love it. But that was the thing, though. I could do that with Tim because Tim and I played together for years, right? So it was like, oh, sure, like, let's fucking go for it. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. But, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't. The bar band thing in our town is so different. From everywhere because else, I feel like. Everywhere else. I mean, maybe it is. I'm sure people are. I'm sure like, it's like that oh, in rural they're... America everywhere. Like, you have to play. Yeah like rock and like they expect you to play country like i'm not oh gonna, dude now yeah, i'm not gonna now. play garth dude i'm sorry he's got oh, bodies buried he's got bodies everywhere everywhere fucking psycho fucking garth Brooks, dude. <laughs> um but yeah i mean it was like i remember that was my only job for like uh two years at, at one point yeah. i was making enough money playing bass in two bar bands That's that awesome, i was just man. like sick Okay. Yeah, bills are paid. Like, yeah. Done. Dude, Sweet. I bet you got to do a lot of fun bike riding and adventuring. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like total fucking freedom. I mean, I was living like a cockroach back then, but like, yeah. I didn't give a shit. I was I, like, you said, I was 20 fucking, you know, whatever, yeah. two years old, three years old. And I was just like, all right, sweet. You know? Yeah. So, but how like, how old were you when we met, man? Um, that I, was, I found the lanyard the other day. Oh, yeah. I'll bust so what, it out. Was I think that, it was 2007, wasn't it? Oh, seven. <clears throat> was it? Might have been. I mean, that to, that makes total sense. So I would have been like 25, 24, 24, 25 when, when I met you. So that would have been. How many years older are you? Nine? I'm 31. I'm okay, yeah, so you're nine, nine years older. Yeah, so <clears throat> that would have been like I was in my my bar bands when we met, and I was—I mean, the reason we met, I think I was filling in playing bass for another bar band. You were for sure. So yeah, I mean, that's oh. definitely like that was probably right at the end of. I think I got a job like right after that. Should we like, tell the story, and Brittany will make fun of us because we're telling it on our first podcast? Yeah, sure, go for it. Okay. <laughs> so. Dustin and I met, I was like, uh, 2007, I would have been like 16 going on 17. Yeah. That summer. I probably just turned 17, maybe. Okay. No, I was, anyway, we had a younger kid in the band, Collier. He was like 14, I think. So Mike was 17, me and Zeke were 16, Collier was 14. Okay. And like, dude, we're playing this event, right? What was it called? Too Loud Festival? The Too Loud Festival. Shout out, Jason. Yeah. The mayor (laughs) in fucking Dilltown. The mayor of Dilltown. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it was like this Jägermeister sponsored event. Yep. And we're we're showing up like with our parents, you know, like they're taking us to this (laughs) to play. Big stage. Big big stage. Yeah, like legit big boy stuff, which was fucking cool. So we go on and uh, I break a bass string. How? I don't know. And like your E string. Yeah, big my, fat my low E. Yeah. I used to go crazy back then, man. Well, I'm guessing if you were 15, 16 years old, those weren't fresh strings. No. Those were probably the strings that were on the bass when you bought it, maybe. Well, I went know? through strings a lot back then okay. because I bought cheap-ass strings, right? Yeah, 
But Didn't like, you say you bought them at fucking Walmart? Walmart? Yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. right? Because, like, yeah. think about it, dude. You're, like, a kid, and you're like, okay. Well, yeah, your parents are I can aren't... either get... So you're 16. I can either get a freaking one set of Ernie Balls. Yeah. Or I can get three sets of these other cheap-ass, like... I don't even remember... Great like, value. No, I feel like they were like <laughs> Dean Markley branded or something. Like, okay. Something yeah, yeah. like that you would see it like guitars, like a guitar center brand, like a private label type deal. The, I'm picturing these, like a, these are the strings that are, are sold as new strings at a used guitar shop. Yeah. Like a, like a thrift store guitar yeah, shop. Yeah. That type of yeah. shit. Yeah. They're probably straight off the boat from China or whatever. Just like yeah. cheap strinks. You know what I mean? And some dudes like, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, man, it's the same factory to make them Ernie balls. Same thing. Now, <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> sure. They are. I don't know. Needless to say after yeah. this show, when I met you, Oh yeah, so I'm like 15, right? Yeah, yeah. 16, playing the show, break my string. Yep. Dustin comes out of nowhere <laughs> with a fucking American jazz bass. <laughs> Here you go, man. And I have a picture on the freaking refrigerator upstairs of me yeah. playing your bass at that show. Yeah. So my side of and the like story is disposable camera. Yeah, my side of that story was, um, again, I'm filling in for this cover band that does mainly like. To fucking Metallica, Pearl Jam. I had to play Jeremy at that fucking show. Um, you know, and like whatever, they're my buddies. Like they're all dudes I graduated high school with, and it was like one of their first shows or some shit. And they're like, you know, they're freaking out about it, like so fucking excited. And um, I'm there, kind of not too stoked on being in the whole thing. And uh all of a sudden, like you guys are on stage, and I'm like, who the fuck are these kids? And then you start like playing the music that I would have wanted to have been playing at that same exact time. I'm like ripping it, man, ripping it. I'm like, holy Zoopley's shit. Like, Check out my double bass, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Okay. Like these guys are fucking killing it. I'm just standing in the crowd and, uh, dude, I don't know. Second song in or something. You're, I, you're just like, well, I broke my bass string and that I don't, I don't have any more. So I guess that's it. And I'm like, oh, fuck no, dude. So I ran around, grabbed my bass out of my fucking bass case, run up on stage, and I'm um, just like, dude, here you go, man. Keep going. The, the pavilion green room? That was fucking yeah, sick. That was sick. We played was that, that later on. Go on with the story, though. But yeah, that was it, pretty much. You that was it, me. yeah. What was... <clears throat> we what played was... Too Loud Fest. We played the last year. Yeah. Uh, my band in high school. It was actually right after I graduated. Was the year that we met the year that jimmy's chicken shack played mm -hmm. so yeah that was like the headliner it was fucking jimmy's chicken shack so they had to have like a green room and it was just like a bunch of two by four screwed together with tarp wrapped around it yeah in the middle of a field <clears throat> yeah it was crazy yeah it was when, crazy when we played man the cops showed up there was fights yeah did i ever tell you that story uh no go for it okay <laughs> <laughs> so my band uh same field same field same spot okay. Same, same exact spot right all right but we're like older i'm probably 18 or 19 uh, yeah so judging much. by the photos i'm like right out of high school all right and we show up and we have a bunch of friends there right because like that was the difference the first time i played i wasn't like partying at that point yeah i was so young i wasn't partying but like yeah by the time we played again i was like hell yeah mm -hmm. so like Everybody was looking the other way. They knew who I was, man. All those people went to high school or they're older than my siblings. <laughs> you know, yeah. they knew who I yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. But everybody's Small looking. Small town, man. Small Everyone town, right? So it was just like having the best time ever, you know? And like, we go to play and like, my parents are there and I'm like, this is cool, whatever. Like, you know, and this wasted dude with a fucking bottle of Jack Daniels comes up and is like trying to give it to me. And I'm like playing and I'm like, dude, I'm playing, you know? And I'm busy. My hands I are see busy. I'm talking to my dad, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" You know. So then I come to fight. Like he he gets into a fight during our set, and it's just like craziness. So then yeah. I go off stage, and we're like hanging out. Dude goes. He gets ejected from the place. Right. Comes right. back with a ball cap on and sunglasses. Same dude. 
Nice. Still doesn't have a shirt on. Still has the same fucking <laughs> tattoos. Same bottle of Jack Daniels. Same bottle of Jack Daniels. Just hat and glasses. And he fucking gets in somehow. He like walks through it's, the woods it's or a something. Field. Yeah, he yeah. walks through the woods or something. Just, Shows yeah. back up and dude, it was gnarly. One of the Haluka brothers, I used his head like a punching bag. It was insane. He, oh, I mean, man. he didn't hurt him bad, but like he hit him like a few quick like jabs yeah. and I was like, Oh shit, I'm out of here. He looks yeah. at me after he does it and he's like, all right, little Fatula, I think it's time for you and your, your buds to go home. Those berries are going to be coming down the road soon. I'm like, Oh shit. Okay, man, we're out of here. Peace. Cause like our shit was loaded. My parents were yeah. gone. This is like later on, you know? Yeah. So I come to find out that dude that's trying to give me Jack Daniels. I did take a shot at some point, but yeah. <laughs> trying to give me Jack Daniels and then yeah. proceeds to fucking, just get into these crazy fights and like harass all these people and like people that are like my parents' age. He's harassing, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, like, exactly. Come on, man. But Dude, anyway, what happens in Dilltown. Yeah, 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 for sure. And the Halupka brother just freaking beat the snot out of him. It was crazy. But yeah, we left. We left. We had you know sober driver. We got out of there. Yeah. It's like looking back, it's like, dude, that was, and that was the last one ever, man pretty sure that was the last one it was it was messy though like yeah everybody was messy because like the first time i played i wasn't old enough to stay right yeah i didn't stay but like i was old enough to stay the second time and it was fucking awesome how many experience how many of those did they do to to like at least three because a bunch i feel like there is that was like three or four of them maybe no i feel like or more dude that was in 2009 okay so i played two of them or 2010 yeah i only played two of them and i remember kind of the same situation like the, the one where you and me met i remember like as soon as we were done loading up i remember jimmy's chicken shack playing and like i don't know just like being like i don't want to I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Like I'm not like just watching the, I mean, and, probably and where the same. did you go to afterwards? I know where you went, but tell the internet where you went afterwards. I don't remember a place called Joyland. No, no, no. We, we oh. tried to go to, we oh, tried to go to Joyland to go first? first. Oh, my yeah. bad. <laughs> we tried to go there first. This is the second time we played and we tried to go there first. Maybe it was the first time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> We went to Joyland and my singer was like, hey, can we get uh, it's a Jaeger event that we're going to. Right. Like, can we get some Jaeger shots? And the lady was like, what? <laughs> and <laughs> we're like, oh, OK. And he does not do anything else. Like he was one of those drinkers that was like, if they didn't have Jaeger, he was like, pant, like sweating. Uh, I'm like, I'll just do Jack Daniels. I'm in or a whatever. sweater. And he's I don't have out. my licorice liquor. He's like, it should be in like one of the coolers. And she's like, coolers? That's for beer, you know? Like, yeah. no clue what the fuck we're talking about. And I'm like, hey, look, behind the thing, like there's, you know, all the rows of liquor and shit. And it's just sitting back there warm. And I'm like, they have it. It's right there. And he point, he's like, oh, can you chill that? And she's like, I'll never be able to pronounce it the way she, she's like, oh, you mean like, the jogger meester, the jogger, <laughs> the jogger, <laughs> uh, you know, and it's just like that all Pennsylvania right. Dutch coming out of her, man. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Do you want to know something real funny too about that same place? So, I told my grandfather this story and I was like, yeah, man, fuck that Joyland place, man. <laughs> they didn't even, they don't even know what they're doing there. And he was like, yeah, fuck that place. He's like, I was taking your aunt to college once and I had a car breakdown on the Haas Pike right there. I, I, I figured, oh, I'd walk into there and ask them to use their phone. And they told me to turn around and get lost. <laughs> it's like, oh, that place just doesn't like us, man. Kramer Pike, man. <laughs> yeah, that was the Kramer Pike. That's <laughs> yeah, right. my, gra- my great grandfather lives like in Kramer. So it's like okay. right up the road from there, you know? Yeah, I know that turn right there crazy. is Kramer. But yeah, it's fucking funny, man. But yeah. that's uh, wild, man. A lot of the, there was like a ton of bars 
around the area that I grew up that were closed by the time oh, yeah. I was 21. Like, yeah. there was maybe three left by the ter- time I turned 21. Yeah. Dude, that Joyland place is a trip, though, man. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you'd probably Blast know more past, about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, I, it might. Just a bunch about it. It might still be there, but they had like, I mean, it's from the time where there was like the bar entrance and then there was the women's entrance that the was like for entrance. the senior lounge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just said ladies on, on top of the door and they weren't allowed to come into the bar area. Yeah. Like so old school like shit. 1920s probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and uh, still selling Jager meter. I wonder. Uh, in 2007. I wonder what it was like around that or where we grew up during prohibition oh man because i mean they're all fucking don't tread on me now like imagine yeah. what they're like back when you know black I, I imagine... mountain is still in like consciousness memory like yeah for sure what's going uh, on i here? mean definitely a lot of moonshine and uh not so good shit i would imagine but yeah hard hard to tell for sure it's just <laughs> insane man yeah moonshine that's like that West yeah. Virginia water, man. Oh yeah, buddy. Straight from the sauce. I don't know. It's it's like obviously you and I had nothing to do with it, but it's like I don't know. Being in Pennsylvania, like it's such an old state. There's so much history everywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? For sure. Good or bad, which is kind of like bad. It, a lot of yeah. places too. Well, which yeah, is mostly crazy. bad. You know. But it's not. Um, it's not bad. It's just like. I mean, it's Rust Belt, man. Yeah, yeah it's Rust Belt shit. Everybody gives knows it, what that's like. It gives it some sort of like, uh, even now, you know, man, like there's patina on all those people <clears> that <throat> come mm-hmm. from there. And like, I, you know, it's in me too. Like, just like some, uh, you know, I don't know. It, not like in a bad way, but just like, it's a different breed of people, man. You know, you know? what it is, man? This This sums it up. Driving down the road in the 30 mile radius of where we grew up yeah passing a car whatever they go like this to you yeah yeah what like my friend from philadelphia was like do you know that person no yeah. no they're just, they just wave yeah. you're the only two people on this on road, road so they're gonna wave at you yeah, yeah exactly friendly, you know they're friendly you know god yeah. knows what happens or what they say behind closed doors around the holidays you know yeah. but like they're gonna wave at you, For leaving sure. the driveway. For sure, you know. I think that kid had purple hair. Yeah, <laughs> dang, he had a lot of metal around his face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could tell the jukebox stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, seriously. We got a fucking. It is so crazy how like at my school, man. Just because like you had fucking dyed hair or whatever, people were like weird about it you know oh yeah by the time i was like a senior it was like normal right yeah but i remember when we were young like there was older kids that were like on the varsity football team and they're looking at me because i have a mohawk and i'm on the junior high football team and they're like you know yeah it's like what dude yeah who gives a fuck it's my haircut right (laughs) yeah (laughs) who gives a shit at all dude yep crazy it's just yeah. cra- there's like two separate mentalities right that's what i've learned yeah there's like the traditional like we'll be nice and like help whoever right mm-hmm. but like and then there's like i don't know the people that were super affected by the rust belt type you know things and yeah. they're just like bitter like yeah that's all there is to it man i mean uh, yeah that it's fucked up but you know and then there's a bunch of people like us that are growing up in it and like being like, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's very, I don't know, man. It's very weird. Cause like you can go down to the gas station, right. And there's like a hillbilly, there's a cowboy. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. And then just like a mix of normal people. Right. But like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a very weird dynamic to grow it's up very in. weird it's it's a you know there's a guy getting gas in like you know a 1973 pickup truck mm-hmm. that he's been wrenching on since he bought it in 76 yeah, yeah or whatever you know yeah, or new and then right. yeah or new and then um you know and then there's like a guy with a tesla yeah like go, going in to grab a bottle of smart water yeah, or on whatever his way like, through. like yeah on his way through like 
this little town looks cute. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh, they got a subway. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, best, best parking lot to buy weed at in, you know, Western Pennsylvania. Yep. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it is pretty wild, man. I, I I don't know. I, I look back at it like with mixed reviews, I would say, but like, I I wouldn't change anything. You know what I mean? For sure. There's no way I would change it. Dude. But I mean, even like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like everybody was, even for being like redneck hillbillies, the majority is really like understanding and open and they don't give a fuck what you do or who you are. Right. They judge you by your character and like how you treat them, not by like what defines you as a person or whatever. And that's pretty refreshing. Right. It's like that exists, but there's also some ass backwards people still. And it's like, like, dude, I see it all the time because I uh, drive through Somerset with my work for work. Yeah, dude. And like, there's people flying stars and bars there, man. I'm just mm-hmm. like, do you not understand like what the fucking Mason Dixon line was? Like, <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> it just doesn't. It pisses me off so bad, dude. And then I'm just like, okay, you're getting angry at like something that you're not going to change that person that is doing that on the truck. Like they're and, fucking yeah. ignorant for a reason. Like, I don't know. It's tough, dude. It's tough to drive through there and not get not get like a little bit fucking boiled about it, man. Yeah, you know, because you're like, dude, what? It, yeah, like, what are you so, doing? Tell me, if your great 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 grandfather did fight in the Civil War, and he lived here, he wasn't fighting on that side, man. So what are you yeah. doing? Like, that's not part of your fucking heritage. <laughs> you're just being a douchebag. You're being a douchebag, and. You probably don't know anything about what any of it actually meant. Right. And you're just, you know, I don't know what it used to be, but like, that's the thing that gets attention now. Like I'm team. I'm going to get people fired up. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to put these fucking flags on the back of my truck. You know, it used to be, you know, I'm going to grow a Mohawk, you know, to get people fired up or whatever. I don't know, man. I just don't get it now. It's so. It's also like, dude, the weirdest dynamic, right? So we went to a Thai restaurant in Indiana with my sister last weekend. Mm -hmm. And I know we're like regulars there, or we were during COVID because nobody was going in and they like had like two tables, right? So we'd go in and be in there by ourselves. But like, um, so we know the lady, right? And she's her and her partner or whatever, like, legitimately from thailand or you know and they freaking her husband was serving and taking our orders and he had a stars and bars belt buckle on now tell me what that dynamic's about dude because like what the hell we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get him on here (laughs) no way man but it's like he was nice as pie right and like he's like kissing his wife on the cheek and shit and i'm just like how that lady must not know man or something i don't know i mean it's it's anything dude i i have a mountain bike t-shirt that has a snake on it and says tread lightly right it's like a playoff of the thing right i can't really wear that anymore without people being like Like, what the fuck right like dude jesus christ it's like it's literally a campaign from our forest service to like take your garbage out of the woods when you're in there like that's what that's behind but like that's just how uneducated people are about the whole situation, but also how triggered they are about anything they think is involved with the situation. Right. It's, right. uh, it's tough, man. It's like yeah. walking on eggshells all the time. For sure. People are like triggered by icons and stuff. And yeah. it's like, I mean, I'm understanding, but at the same time, I'm just like, dude, I'm not. And that's like, you know, people would say that's our privilege, right? Is yeah. that, is us saying that like I don't give a shit about icons, right? Like whatever. I don't know. That's why I fucking I don't know, man. I'm <laughs> leaning towards anarchy, man. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Fuck this. I, I don't know when the government became good, but that's the mentality. The yeah. government's not your friend, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, exactly. They don't care. They don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So don't get triggered by icons. <laughs> Take care of your neighbors. Yeah. Be nice to gonna, one another. 
Exactly. They're going to be the ones next to you when the government fucking is not yeah. being nice. Exactly. A hundred percent, man. Let's just get back to being fucking, uh, being normal human beings. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, I remember, uh, Stowe was telling me about, um, like a show or something coming right out of COVID, you know, and he was like, man, like, what, like, what do I do? And the advice that someone gave him was like, act like you've been somewhere before. Right. <laughs> you know? And it's yeah. like, just do that. Yeah. Just do that. Right. Yeah. Be polite, be nice. Like, you know, but it was hard, man. I mean, it's yeah. super hard after what we all went through to freaking. So I understand Take, like the bit. I get it too. And yeah. And like, Take a deep breath. Not everyone else on the highway and on the road and in the grocery store in line is like trying to fucking get ahead of you in some way. Yeah. Like, we're all just there to fucking do whatever we're doing, man. Yeah. Like no sure. need to get all fired up about any of this. Dude, shit. I went through the whole Trump era living where I did seeing goddamn billboards without oh, getting yeah. into a fist fight. So yeah. if I can keep my cool living around all of those people, then you yeah. can keep your cool, man. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it's proven. We can do it. Yeah, we can do it, dude. Jeez. Well, all right, man. We're at we're we're past our one hour mark. Good. Then we know. can cut out all the yeah. political nonsense at the end. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Who knew we were gonna get there? First with four masks. That's right. The hot takes. Hot takes, man. Hot take one. Fuck Eddie Vader. Hot take two. Be nice to everybody. Hot take Act three. Like king of Dil- Dilltown. Hot take four. <laughs> Dude, the king of Dilltown, baby. He's going to get brought up a lot more, I think, for some reason. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to interview Walt, dude. That's going to be cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it, man. All right, man. So, yeah. We'll, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll do another one when we can do another one. Let's get Pat on this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm into it, man. I'm into it, too, man. Sick. All right, brother. Be good. You too, man. Later. Peace.